Hello there, I'm George Hall, and welcome back to the Good Growth Podcast. After a few months away reveling in what was a very typical British summer, the Good Growth Podcast is back for its eighth series. And who better to return with than David Watkins, a stalwart of the Good Growth Podcast, champion of data, and longtime pillar of good growth, to talk none other than GA4. David, great to have you back on. How are you? Very good. Thanks. Glad to be back. Good. Well, look, some listeners may be thinking it's been a while since we've heard about GA4. There was sort of this apocryphal tale of a, of a data and analytics doomsday being passed around. And fittingly, today is 100 days since the sunset of UA and therefore a mandatory move date to GA4 for free users. Uh, 100 days. Are we saying time flies when you're having fun or has it been a, a bit of a different story to that? It's certainly been um, an interesting experience. I think the sunsetting of UA for free users happened in a way that I don't think many people expected. I think people, most people kind of expected it would be a hard shut off um, and move over. Um, that doesn't seem to be what happened. Um, for the majority of free accounts, they continued to process for about an additional three or so weeks until it turned off at around about mid-August, which was about, as I say, about three weeks later than what Google originally stated. That has now obviously happened. Most businesses have now migrated onto GA4 if they were a free user. Obviously, enterprise users continue to have access to UA360 um, until um, July 2024. Um, but yeah, it's been an interesting experience of getting used to just the new particularly the UI and how GA4 functions and I'm re retraining yourself into thinking in the, in an event-based tracking structure rather than page views. Nice. And then David, look, you're, you're pretty much at the coal face of this, aren't you? I mean, you're in GA4 every day. It's interesting you mentioned that it was a bit of a, a slower rollout than perhaps we were expecting. I mean, it was delayed a few times. We spoke before about whether that delay was actually a bit of a backtrack. Are you surprised that it wasn't sort of a hard stop for businesses and they were given a bit of extra leeway or or, or did you see that coming? I would say I, I was surprised it wasn't as hard as I was expecting. I was generally expecting it to be a switch off, you're done, because that's kind of how Google were presenting it. It was a you need to move to GA4. It's still obviously a soft migration, I would say, even now, because you still have access to historical UA data. Um Whilst GAUA is not processing new data, you still have access to your historical data prior to that change. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely happened in a in a different way. I don't think Google have yet announced when you will completely lose access to UA. Um, I expect that will probably be sometime after the enterprise users move over, as as obviously the servers are still running for for the enterprise users, but. It's definitely a different way. And I think there's definitely learnings we can take from it ahead of enterprise users moving over. And then sort of on that note, you'll no doubt have one eye on uh, July 1st, 2024, which is when UA360 will stop tracking. Have you now got a bit of an extra insight into what that's going to look like now we've seen it for, for standard UA? It's an interesting one, Matt. So in July 2024, there's kind of two scenarios we could have. Um it could be a migration in the same sort of theme and timeline that we've seen with the free accounts where it's kind of July the 1st, but it'll probably be end up being a couple of weeks later. Or it could be that that is the day that they turn off the UA server altogether and it all goes at once. Um, 
I expect I expect it to be more along the lines of the of the free migration where it will probably be a it'll be around about that time. Definitely won't be before it, but I think there probably will be a couple of weeks overlap where it will probably still be tracking for a little bit. Um, obviously, most enterprise users will probably be well into their migrations by now anyway, obviously knowing that that is coming and having it set up. Um, the main ones there is to make sure you have the historical data to compare by. Um, but yeah, it's, I would expect it to be more along the lines of what we've seen prior rather than a hard shut off. Sure. And then David, look, I know you very well. You've been on the podcast a number of times. There's no way that you won't have suggestions or ideas for what could make GA4 better. Um, now, without sort of saying, scrap the whole thing, start again with my blueprint, which I don't think you do, but but who knows? What do you think's next for GA4? And I guess two parts to that question. Firstly, what would you like to see in terms of features, improvements, updates to make the system better? And then Secondly, what do you think will happen? What, what what will Google roll out next? The one power of GA4 is that its new tracking structure, particularly on the events based, allows you to report everything at a very similar level of tracking. So effectively, everything is an event, so you can track everything with an event. Um, I think there's there's something that does seem to be happening at the moment in terms of GA4 is they do seem to be pivoting it back to session level reporting. So that's, that's something that we've seen, particularly with things like bounce rate and page entrance rates, et cetera, coming back in and these session level metrics are starting to come back into the platform. It's, it's definitely something that that is a change to what GA was originally set up for with GA4. Um, it was originally user tracking. It seems to be pivoting towards session level tracking. Um, and I think that's something that I think that probably does need to continue. That's the way that the majority of the industry reports, they report at session level. And I think the main thing that I think I would like to see added back into GA4 is sequential segmentation at a session scope. So they have at the moment, um, session level segmentation, um, but it's not sequential. So you can create a segment, say, for a user who has viewed a PLP and a PDP, but because it's not sequential, you can't say which order you want that to be in. So for example, if you wanted to create a segment for users who have viewed a PDP and then view a PLP, the only way currently at session level you could do that in GA4 is say, show me your users that have viewed a PLP and a PDP, but it doesn't necessarily have to be in that order. It's just show me sessions that have done both. Typically in UA, what you could have done is said, has viewed a PDP and then a PLP. So that's something that I think probably needs to come back and would probably just unlock the next level and power of um, GA4. Um, and then obviously those segments at the moment are only available to um, the Explorer ports within GA4. It would be good to see those come back to being more universal and therefore available to the APIs um, so that you can report those elsewhere outside of the platform and the Explorer ports specifically. Well, it sounds like we're heading in the right right sort of direction. We previously spoke on, a, on another podcast about the, the fabled Google graveyard and how so many big projects have fallen short of the mark, haven't quite hit the standards that they were supposed to and therefore were shelved. Do you think that 
Maybe a bit of trust has been lost in Google from the data analytics community because of the the far from perfect rollout of GA4? I think definitely GA4 is at a level where I think it's got the potential to be a good platform and a good analytics tool. Um, it's, I think it's down to the businesses at the moment to decide what they get, get the best use out of. Um, it's, it is a fundamental change in the way that analytics is tracked through Google um, and the differences in ways that you um, access that data, process that data. Um, so I think it's the, the framework and the platform is there for a for a best-in-class analytics solution to be developed. The question is how long does that take and what what time frame are businesses willing to wait for for that to happen? Um, and I think whilst that happens, I think GA4 is going to be continuing to be in this place where kind of people are still exploring and understanding it. And only once that done, only once that's done can people really assess kind of where actually is GA4 in the analytics landscape. And particularly when the enterprise users come over, that's probably then when we're going to start actually seeing the like the really big hitters having their input and their say on on GA4. Well, as always, we may have left you with questions, we may have left you with answers, or as often with David's podcast, probably a mixture of both. We're Good Growth, a data and technology business trusted by global brands to grow market share and profitability of e-commerce channels. If you want to know more about us, you can check out our website, which is www.goodgrowth.co.uk. If you want to know a bit more about GA4, I'd uh, I'd recommend messaging David on LinkedIn. Uh, David, absolute pleasure to speak to you as always, and I'm sure we'll hear more from you later on in Series 8. Thank you. Thanks very much. 